0: Hey, traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Wednesday, October 20, 2021. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, we've got a couple of things. First, the market's doing the same thing it did yesterday, the day before, the day before that, the day before that. And stay with me, there's a method to the madness. What's the 451.49 on the screen? That's a very important number. They closed above it today, and guess what? That really puts the all-time highs, which really aren't that far away, squarely on the table. Now here's the rub. Are they going to do it all in one fell swoop? Are they going to gap over them? Are they going to pull back first and fake everybody out? We could say that the market is on time. It could be on time tomorrow. Tomorrow could be a pullback. You could have another high tomorrow. We have decreasing volume. That's not a negative thing. That just means there's a lack of participation in the market, a lack of institutional participation. So one thing we could say about this, this is not a rally that has been bolstered by conviction from the large investment community, the institutional community. Let me show you something just as a comparison just as an example this candle here was accompanied by 166 million shares of volume this candle here was accompanied by over 128 million shares of volume this candle back here was accompanied by 147 or 48 million shares of volume this one here 118.6 the common thread is These are all lows. Now, this low here had 73 million shares of volume, and we've had a pretty robust, nicely wrapped rally right back up to the former highs. Now, you can't take anything away from the rally. It is what it is. Price is the absolute arbiter. In fact, if you were a member from Lazy Swing Trader, then you were long, just not anymore. There's one guy left. There's one trader left. I don't know if he's still long today, but he was still long as of the beginning of today. Good on him. He was the sole owner of a trailer all the way home. His name is Jeff, and he is my hero on this trade. I'm looking at the email now just for kicks. He sold $17.39. That was another 10% of his position. I suppose that's this morning. Still has... 10% left, the entry price $3.39, $14 profit, how you doing? Okay, that was a side note, we're back to business. The point of the volume discussion was not to say that it's bearish, it's to say that it's not a reversal, load up the bull bus, everybody on board. Now, we're just comparing it to the type of volume that typically accompanies a low. Now, what's different at this point is nothing. I'm just not gonna be surprised if they can't bust through the all-time high without either eating some time off the clock or a reset one more time. Even if you have a day or two down and then you can kind of reset the tape a little bit. Maybe it's a week down. Maybe they go sideways for several days. But what I'm saying is that this decreasing volume down here is typically not going to be accompanied with them busting through the former highs. Can it happen? Anything can happen. This is my take. This is my read on the tape. 451.49, this is the breakdown candle high. They closed above it today. That's bullish. Doesn't mean they can't get back below it tomorrow, but it's bullish for today. The duck says it's bullish. What's the duck? If it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck, generally speaking, you've got a duck on your hands. We use the 80-20 rule. 80% of the time, the market does exactly what it's telling you it's going to do. What's another important number on the board today? How about 451? Why? Well, for a couple of different reasons. One of them I'm going to show you, one of them was developed today. Here's an hourly chart. Here's the first hour of the day, breakup candle. The low is 451.01. Now, it's not an accident or a coincidence that they opened the day slightly above 451. There's some important stuff going on, but that's aside. That's from a different chart. So this hourly chart gets created. First hourly candle, the low is 451.01. Okay, fair enough. Let's hop over to inside the numbers. We're not going to belabor the commentary today. Why is that? Because the market was in another one of those floater formations. But there's some learning opportunities in here, and I want to point them out. You can pause the video, read the rest of the notes. We'll circle back to Stocks on the Move, take a look at the good, the bad, and the ugly, and then we'll move on from there. So here's the early thoughts. It's hump day, zero, dark 30 assessment. They didn't go anywhere overnight. We're looking at 451 to 451.50. That's a zone where a test will be administered under normal garden variety conditions. Now, here's a 24-hour chart just so we have a sense for where we are. This is the zero dark 30 point in the morning. So they were down here below 451. The setup was obvious. They're eating time off the clock even in the pre-market session. They're building energy. They're going to get to 451, 451, 451.50, and so on. Let's say they get above. The next target up north would be in the neighborhood of 452.25 to 452.55. High of day happens to be, we'll just cut to the chase, 452.73. And then they basically fluttered around for the remainder of the day. Got some stuff. If they should fall, they didn't do that. But you have to have it on the board anyway. You look at the good, the bad, and the ugly. You have to come to the game prepared for all types of game situations. Early on, right out of the gate, they're going for the breakdown candle high 451.50. First try, few pennies short. Just commentary. I don't know that any trader is actually hopping on board, taking the ride, but we want to have the commentary. You don't know exactly what's going to unfold with the market when, so we just stay true to what we're doing. We accept what Mrs. Market provides in the way of opportunity each and every day. We're moving along. Eventually, they'll put in a morning pivot. They did that. I'm not interested in guessing where it might be in a very light volume tape. They're at a big area, but it can be here for a while. Just watching. 451.49 is the number. Candle closes above or more bullish than candle closes below. Now, here's where we're going to start to get into some juicy stuff. 1003, 451 and a quarter should be support, give or take. And by the way, 451 is important. It's more than meets the eye, but from a chart nobody looks at. The actual number is slightly above or below, but for rounding purposes, 451. Remember, this is important. Just stay with me on this. So far, it's yesterday all over again. We know about that. Here we come to some more stuff. We know the closer they get to the all-time highs, the more magnetic they will become. But we're also going to get a visit from Trick and Company at some point. Just awareness stuff. Now, 10.57. Looks like 4.52.73 is the spot for now. Morning, pivot high. Unless they push above, they did not. They can simply run sideways for a while or pull back. If the pullback is shallow, they're likely building energy for another push To challenge the all time highs. The first hour created a pretty large breakup candle. They can run a test down the candle, which isn't bearish behavior, it's just how things work. Think about that for a moment. 451.01 is low of day and the line in the sand. So now I'm gonna take a break for a while. 451.01 is the line in the sand. I'll be back after lunch. I'm reading that, I'm not really going anywhere right now. This is live. This is a video live. We're moving along a little bit. Now here at 1.32, anyone want to venture to guess on what they did? They ran a test of the breakup candle low. See the 10.57 post, 4.51. Let's go to the chart. Here's a five minuter. We don't have the vertical today. I trust you know where we are. Here's the high of day, 10.35 a.m., 4.52.73. What was the low over here? How about a low of 451.02 against 451.01? What did they do? When you look at the hourly chart and you say the first hour was a big breakup candle, what they did was simply run a test of the low of the breakup candle and bounce away. We look at this all the time. We see it on all different time frames. We see it over and over and over again. And if you can figure out which chart is actually in operation, then you can usually zero in on what they're doing to a large degree. Now, essentially, they have one of these bullish flaggish deals going on right near the highs, right underneath the old all-time highs. Now, they've done this stair-step thing, and you're going to see this in the notes later, and also we discussed it last night. So they did the stair-step thing. They gap up and they do one of these. A gap up, they do one of these. A gap up, they do one of these. They keep doing the same thing. Well, the more they do it, the closer they are to the last time they're going to do it for a while. So I don't know if they're going to do it again one more day, three more days, and so on, but we're due for some type of fake-out, failure, show-up by the Trick, Trap, Fool, and Frustrate crew, also known as Trick and Company. Who are they... They're the folks that are designed to make sure that you look like a fool, and me, all traders look like fools, as much of the time as possible. Just when you think you have a beat on the market, just when you think the market's talking to you, you understand the language of the market, you see where she's going, you put on a trade, and what happens? She comes along at 7.48 the following morning and pulls the rug out. By the time the opening bell rings, you have a pie in the face. The day didn't even get started yet. I'm not saying that is going to happen, but that kind of stuff happens all the time. Now, we're really going to get hot and heavy into earnings season. I think we have a bit of a bonanza going on between tonight, which is Wednesday night, and Thursday morning. There's probably a healthy laundry list. A lot of the companies that have the ability to move the market. The NASDAQ, the small cap index, the S&P 500. And by the way, let me finish out the notes. It was a short day again when the market's just floating around. There's no reason to have eyes glued to the tape, continue to make commentary, speaking to virtually nobody. Stock's on the move. Laundry list today, only one hit its price objective. Don't let that fool you. We will have a day when you see a list like this and they're all going to hit. It happens. It doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen at least once or twice during earnings season. A lot of times we're going to get two, three, four hitting during the heat of earnings season. This morning, the only one that hit its number was OMC. So that's the only chart that we're going to look at. Here's Omnicom Group OMC. Close yesterday was all the way up at 76.44, getting a slight haircut at the open, and so what it did was open below the first price. It's off the table. The only two things left on the table were price number 2, price number 3. They're pretty close together, so I was able to make an equal case it could have been either one. It's only 70 cent spread. It spikes through them in the heat of the moment during the morning rush hour comes up short of what? Short of the stop. And it's not a hard stop. It's an hourly stop. You have to give these stocks some room. You have to give them some rope to work out. I know the thinking. The thinking is, yeah, but what if it collapses on me? What if it's down 15 points? Well, think about it like this. Go back and watch all the videos from the past. And you tell me, and I show these every single day, you tell me, How often that happens. Now obviously it's going to happen tomorrow. We all know that. That's courtesy of Murphy. Do you know Murphy? Murphy's Law. Look it up. I say all that tongue in cheek. Let's get back to OMC. So it comes up short of the stop. It rips back up in the other direction. The rest is history. Need I say more? I don't think so. Depending on what chart I'm really coming up with the specific price or price zone. It may take some time of the ship to turn around. Sometimes you get the quick snapback right away. Slam, bam. Thank you, they, them. I want to be politically correct. That's also tongue in cheek. And now we're moving on over to Camp IWM. For the last couple of days, we've been talking about this candle. It's a bona fide reversal candle. I wasn't necessarily calling it that. I was saying, yeah, it is, but I wasn't buying the story. So now we know a couple of things. After three days following the reversal candle, the market has yet to have significant follow through and is still basically eating time off the clock above all the moving averages. That's not a bearish thing, it's more bullish than bearish. You look at a 10 minute chart, for example, on the IWM, and you can say, well, looks like one of these bearish, flaggish patterns. What would that do? Maybe it would take price down to about 226. 226 and change in that neck of the woods. So when we stretch it out a little bit and we look at a 30-minute chart, we say, well, if that happens, that's fine. What would they be doing? They would be running a test of this 30-minute breakup candle low. Makes total sense to me. I could buy that story. Here's an hourly chart. You also have a breakup candle. They'd be running a test of the 20-period moving average in the vicinity of or at least in the neighborhood of the breakup candle, let's say lower third. Okay, fair enough, I could also buy that story. One minute candle, they're beginning to formulate one of these bullish, flaggish, maybe a wedgish pattern if they come down a little bit after a big breakup candle. So you see what happens where you can identify from a shorter time frame what might be happening, but from a longer time frame, while that's happening, they're essentially just baking in the oven eating time off the clock, waiting to, A, take care of some unfinished business before they make the next move or the next leg higher. That's the way the market works. How about an aha moment, maybe a light bulb just went on for several traders. 14,760 was the spot of interest for the folks down at the Transportation Department. They blew through it. The next spot we said they would get to is fifteen three seventy five. They got there. They blew through it. It's bullish, period, full stop. 15470 is the next nut to crack, but on a weekly chart basis. What does that mean? It means intra-week, like tomorrow, maybe they're above it. But if they close above it on Friday, that's extra bullish. Sounds like 14000 760, but that's off the board now. It's now 15,740. Write that down, put it on a sticky note. What about the folks out in Silicon Valley, the Q people? Why were they down today? Only a buck, a quarter of 1%, but they were still down. So maybe it's a shot across the bow. Maybe it's the market saying, or it's the market's way of kind of saying ahead of time, hey, wait a minute, we're a little too far, too fast. We're going to be the first market to take a breather. You guys follow suit later. It's possible that kind of concept happens, at least in my world, inside my head. Anything wrong with the cues? No, we can't make a federal case down a buck on a $375 thing when they were at $350 two weeks ago. XLF, nothing wrong with the financials, new highs, over $40. Bucks. The trend is your friend. If the financials aren't falling apart, it's unlikely the remainder of the market is going to fall apart at the same time. Smash mouth. Now, this one goes together with the cues that we just looked at. Again, they were down about 1%. Now, that's nothing to sneeze at. 1% is 1%. Again, they're above all the moving averages, so the trend is your friend. My concern is, and it's not really a concern, it's just a what's going on in the short term, Maybe this was one of those flares up in the air saying, hey, we're going to be, along with the rest of the tech sector, the first ones to take a breather and make it look like things are failing, make it look like there's another correction coming when there's not. All that stuff could have something to do with the bucket full of earnings coming tonight and into Thursday. Inside the numbers, members will have a beat on specific numbers and direction first thing in the morning starting right around zero dark 30. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. True and accurate information. We're going to pull the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.